0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to Reeling in the Piers. My name is Gary O'Brien. This episode I am joined by Sirika Lee Loughran and she is back to talk about the 1990s children's movie Matilda. Stick around and we hope you enjoy. Sirika you're back.
1: I am back. It's I'm one of your readily available friends.
0: That is like all I ask for guests of this show to be ready and available and to watch a movie that's only an hour and 40 minutes long.
1: It's I'm your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man here to podcast.
0: I was going to ask you why you were head to toe in a Spider-Man costume. I I didn't know when that was going to pay off.
1: (laughs) That's just for you and me because this is an audio
0: (laughs) experience for everyone else. That's true. And I'm also glad you came back with an audio that doesn't sound like a trash can that's been thrown out of uh... (laughs) a... 40 40 foot building
1: yeah as you know this behind the scenes here at reeling and the piers i tried to be really fancy for my first episode and i told you all about this really nice recorder my dad had Mm -hmm. and he let me borrow it and we googled it and it was worth like 250 euro or something crazy and then on the day i didn't have the cable to attach it to my laptop so that's why howard the duck sounds as bad as it is (laughs) but you know that's what howard does that's what he deserved
0: exactly and it's why you apparently by the sounds of it used like you know those you know those um you know the thing in home alone he uses to record and then play back
1: oh yeah <laughs> it's <laughs> like a handheld yeah, yeah it's why you used man. one of those
0: to record the podcast on the last week
1: yeah i gave you my live thoughts like a coroner dissecting a body in like ncis or something
0: i <laughs> look that movie is dead that is dead and uh, like void of all feeling. so it might as well have been a corpse <laughs> right okay we well i
1: should... hopefully we're a bit more positive this we are, time. yeah i
0: think we pick, i think we picked something good this week we picked uh we picked 1990s yeah. roald Dow matilda and,
1: matilda and
0: it's i hope i'd like to think it's a movie a lot of people saw because i had seen this i think a billion times yeah. when i was younger
1: exactly i don't know if i know anyone who hasn't seen this at least our age our generation our group of friends yeah
0: like
1: i'm pretty sure we had it on vhs I'm fairly sure we did. Yeah,
0: like I remember having the VHS with like the yellow cover and it's like trunk yes. like over the family and stuff. And that's, I just remember that.
1: Uh-huh. I don't think I had that, but pfft, my memory's terrible. I can barely remember. Yeah, right. My dad that.
0: probably stole it from <laughs> Extravision. So, like, that's, I don't know. We probably had one of those copies. I don't know.
1: Oh, I miss Extravision. Extravision
0: and Matilda. This just the nostalgia is real, isn't it? The nostalgia podcast. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, we're reeling in the piers. This is what it's all about. Exactly. Uh, this is only a little younger than us are you a 94 or a
0: 95 baby? i'm a 95 i'm a baby <laughs> disgusting <Exactly>. yeah
1: <laughs> i was born the tail end of 94 and
0: this is 96
1: so it's, it's it is a peer of ours it
0: is yeah like and so like that's why i hope that a lot of people have seen it especially those um i don't know if you were listening anyone who was listening to the last one but we had some stats click in from chile poland canada and then yeah. from the united states we also got a new one from france as well so bonjour <laughs> to you uh, i actually know who it is it's my friend charlotte so hello charlotte if you're listening and bonjour okay. or bonsoir. I, was, I was
1: about to i was about to go on a tirade about how that's your favorite nation in the earth,
0: on the earth. we're not we're, <laughs> but, uh, we're not doing that on, we're not doing that on a recording <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much
1: there is no xenophobia in this podcast no. we are a friend to all
0: exactly very true so especially
1: charlotte in france <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know. She's just she like, look. <laughs> let's just say she take long lunches uh, in Jack Wheels. That's all I'll say. Look, we'll move on. We'll move on before I what? get letters. <laughs> this is turning into spilling the tea. <laughs> this turns into Gary airs' his grievances. Right, we should talk about the movie. <laughs> Gary
1: too. ends up with no friends. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's called Gary gets rid of his kids. (laughs) (laughs) The podcast, right? The movie. We have to talk about the movie. We have to talk about. Okay, walk. Okay, I'll let you walk us through the the rough plot of this movie. What is this movie about?
1: Yes. Well, if you're asking me genuinely, and then my comedic take on this. So (laughs) the genuine answer is like you know, young girl getting bullied, kind of in a tough situation, discovers through kind of the magic of reading, kind of a how to. Manage herself in the world, but also gets magic, gets actual powers from this uh, to deal with terrible situations uh, in her life. And then, yeah, when you kind of look at it, you're like, oh, there's some really heavy topics in this movie about like child neglect and a possible murder <laughs> that everyone just sort of skims over because it's a kids' movie. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll get there when oh, we get there. But yeah, wait. and then it has a very happy ending through kind of, you know believing in herself and friendships and love found along the way everything becomes great for matilda she is our eponymous character
0: okay and your comedic plot description
1: oh it's a story about child abuse dressed up as a family classic
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's it. It strikes me as someone dark comedy. Yeah, comedy. It strikes me as someone who had a really horrible like um, childhood and was just like, I'm. Oh, if I only had telekinesis, the things I would do.
1: <laughs> Matilda. Uh, actually, so this this is me going veering off. But have you ever heard of or read the book The Power?
0: Um, no, because it's a book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Gary hates books. He was there at the Nuremberg trials, burning the books. Oh, I was Andy. having a great time. <laughs>
0: it's so You're really not helping but, uh, my whole xenophobia thing, by the way.
1: I mean, you had me on. This is a choice you made. <laughs> um, in short, it's a book about, it came out fairly recently about what would happen if women had genetically um, had electric powers, if they okay. just had like this gland like electric eels had and it's a, it's a wild book but it's really interesting about like how society changes and whatever this is the light-hearted version of the power in the power girls are like electrocuting people in swimming pools and stuff oh wow because of the current can yeah there's like it's pretty dark because that's what would happen if society you know if half of your population just suddenly had powers but this is the light-hearted version where she just like moves cheerios with her iPads <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it's much
0: she- Nice dances with she dances with playing cards and magazines
1: yeah exactly but uh yeah that's the overall directed by danny
0: devito i did not know this i i pride myself yeah. on knowing movie things and then i just i was like because i was watching i was like this is very this is very strange who directed this and then i saw it was danny devito and i was like that is wild
1: Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen anything else he's directed. I didn't think he did anything apart from acting. I have to say, he's also got a bit of a Clark Kent effect here, where 2020 Danny DeVito, in my eyes, always has the glasses, you know? And the fact that he plays Harry young, you know, it's the 90s. It's a different man. I did not recognize him at first without, like, his signature
0: Luke. Yeah, um, I just looked up what he directed, and, like, it's nothing you would know. And, like, he directed, (laughs) there was something called Hoffa which is I imagine about Jimmy Hoffa. And I think it's got like De Niro and there's another one. Like he's done, oh, no, he's done nothing really like big, but yeah, like he stopped at about mm-hmm. 2003. Okay. But yeah. And was, so what made me realize, I don't, I meant to check it up actually how they met, but the person who plays Matilda's mom is Danny DeVito's wife. So I don't yeah, know if they met on this or it was just the case no, of No, I think like, they, were, they were
1: already married at this point, I think.
0: Oh, okay. So then it was clearly directed, but like, he was clearly like, yeah, I'll direct <laughs> it. But my wife's also going to be in it.
1: Yeah, and she was like, "Excellent free ride for me." <laughs> but yeah, because um, they took care of Mara Wilson during the filming because her mom was really sick during the filming of this.
0: Yeah, so like I looked, I looked this up. This is one of my. Uh, this is the this is the worst way to introduce my newest segment of a fact attack. But my first <laughs> uh, my first fact attack was going to be that um, her yeah her, her mom died during filming of this movie. Yeah, and um, the, and like, what I don't know what age she was when she she shot this but like she was like obviously very young but like to go on and oh yeah
1: under 10 like
0: finish that movie and it's and it's funny another fact attack <laughs> for you was uh again this is a really morbid thing for me to do. we never said movie.
1: it would be fun facts they're no. just facts
0: <laughs> maybe i'll change the sound effect to be a bit more of a lighter chop or <laughs> punch <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah so one of the one of the other things was that she she didn't think her mom had ever seen this movie and danny devito only yeah. revealed like years later that that she hadn't like the mom had seen a, uh, an early version of it before she passed and yeah it's just like that is such a rough thing. like hollywood is a horrible thing for kids to go through anyway but like oh absolutely when you're when, you're, when, you're, when your mom is sick as well like during a movie and like exactly and normally child actors are particularly horrible and she's great but to, <laughs> to understand then that like what she was going yeah, what through, what was going on like that's, oh. that's phenomenal like
1: give her every oscar under the sun she hasn't acted i think in anything no, since, she, she decided just to become.
0: I think it's because she <laughs> I was owed, say, she, a
1: Twitter icon. Because
0: <laughs> she still, yeah, she still like looks like a ten year old, and she's like thirty something now. Like she just has like, a <laughs> young face, but she does a lot of voice acting and stuff. I saw. Oh, ah, that's yeah.
1: cool. Here's my here's my fact for you, Gary.
0: Oh, so, I feel fact attacked.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 fact defensive. Yeah. I feel, uh, yeah. So,
1: <laughs> do you know what her mother's name was? When you were looking up your your fun facts, your not so fun facts.
0: Uh, uh, oh, sorry, her real life mom. Yes, not yes, not uh, Matilda's mom. Sorry, uh, Susie, isn't it?
1: Yes, Susie Shapiro Wilson. Mara Wilson's cousin is Ben Shapiro. What? what? Yes, yes. See yes. <laughs> so you have Ben all... Shapiro. <laughs> this is wild. I told you. I messaged you earlier, being like, "You better not out-fact me. I have a fact ready for you." Oh, yeah, because
0: that is a someone successful Twitter- fact attack, right to the, right yeah. to the, right to the neck, to the jugular.
1: Because <laughs> uh, I saw somewhere, someone messaged Ben Shapiro or tweeted at him to be like, "Is it true Mara Wilson is your cousin?" And he replied, "Yeah, she blocked me before I even knew she was on Twitter."
0: <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow!
1: Because like I. They're fairly polar opposites, Benda Shapiro and Mara Wilson, who's like bisexual and like has, yeah,
0: that's wild. has had
1: so, problems with like all sorts of mental things. And she's like, yeah, no, fuck that side of the family.
0: Yeah. So I, I also read, this is another fact. I come out with a real sad fact attacks. So during her <laughs> teenage, teenage years, what's annoying is the more I say it, the more I have to edit in those noises that i have committed to. <laughs> so you have made your bed and now you have to sleep in it exactly so during her teenage years she was diagnosed with severe ocd and anxiety Mm. and then only when she started read she started reading this book uh, and then noting the similarities between herself and the lead character and then years later she realized that the co um, the book was written by one of the kids in this movie and I think it's the what? one that yeah I think it's the one I looked up a picture I think it's either the one I don't think it's the one who gets thrown by the pigtails I think it's the one that comes <laughs> over to her and her friend being like look you better not be caught hiding because oh Trunchbull, yeah the older she, girl yeah so she wrote the book that helped Mara Wilson like diagnose herself as being OCD. and having How anxiety.
1: small is this world? This is
0: ridiculous. So yeah, that's a that's not the that's, a, that's a, I think that's a nice counter fact counter attack for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. We actually have to go in yeah, at some point and talk that, about that, what happens in the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk about that. What's, but what? Well, yeah.
1: What, I I think we'd be hard pressed to find people who don't know this movie. So we won't yeah, so have to talk about it, it as too as, much. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But what so from the off you know exactly what kind of family she has. You know what kind of terrible parents she has. And, like, they're so good at being bad, the two of them. Um, (laughs) You know, the nurse holds up the baby to the window and he's just like, ugh, and is complaining about how much it cost (laughs) that she had, like, that they had a baby and they don't even strap her in in the back of the car. She's just, like, rolling around in there.
0: Yeah, and what I will say is that the the, the mother, uh, Matilda's mother, Mm looks fantastic after giving birth. I will yes. say, she's like, she's like she looks great. She looks, no ailments <laughs> yeah, she, whatsoever. She's having a great time.
1: Yeah, she doesn't look like she just pushed a human out of her. She's yeah. like
0: all dolled up. <laughs> and this movie would make so much more sense if she actually didn't think she was pregnant went to the hospital then they accidentally oh, yeah. gave them matilda by mistake and why they're so like yeah. oh why do we have this child but really she's just i don't know from like hogwarts or some ch- shit like that Where <laughs> she's actually some like there's an equivalent of a modern day merlin going around and be like where is my child
1: <laughs> it's a midi-chlorians in her blood <laughs>
0: that's exactly what it but it was great baby acting <laughs> there was some phenomenal baby acting yes. going on in this movie
1: very very good babies
0: yeah my favorite fun uh, here's another fact attack oh there's another edit uh, is that it was played by two sets of twins two boys and two girls uh which i didn't know oh, babies all look the same but one, my yeah, favorite honestly. clip where it was, <laughs> clearly wasn't the baby was you know when she writes her name matilda
1: oh yeah in this if you look they really
0: try and speed up the hand coming out because clearly they needed to have an adult hand write the a because it couldn't be the baby so so they take they do it real quick and they zoom it out like and it's like there's clearly some adult like beside that baby just like writing a name and then rushing out
1: who who on our crew has really small hands (laughs) we need someone with very tiny hands here
0: mara wilson get over here
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yes, then we kind of flash forward to her being a couple of years old and just being left at home constantly. Her parents do not care that they have a kid, like a daughter, because they have another kid.
0: Who seems like a dick. (laughs) Like, why do they like him? He's terrible.
1: I don't know. Probably because he's a boy
0: yeah uh, and he yeah, doesn't family. cause trouble by reading yeah exactly always watch the tv in the pitch black i don't know why that's a demand <laughs> of that family he's always like turn off the lights i'm just like what are you <laughs> doing like yeah but, anyway. <laughs> but what what hurt me to see most about and um, child matilda was just how much more better equipped of life she was than me looking after herself and yes. like oh just making all the, the en- iconic like, what, pancakes oh yes just... the
1: iconic pancake scene no food has ever looked more delicious than the pancakes she makes and the music playing everyone knows the pancake song
0: <laughs> the music in this is oh it was such nostalgia because you got so like uh, you got like little pretty pretty one and you've got um yes send me on my way by R- rusted root it is just and they play yeah. it again at the end because they know it's a banger yes! and it's just oh i love it and the
1: happy ending they play it again oh uh, yes so yeah last time i said if i had to give one word to howard the duck i would say it was under reactions the movie this movie is genuinely iconic. Rewatching it, there were things that have just been seared into my mind for 20 however many years. And we'll, I will kind of name them as they come up, but definitely, obviously, the pancake scene. I didn't realize I had forgotten that that was a younger version of Matilda. I thought that was Mara Wilson. Yeah, so did I. But no, it's, it's four-year-old or kind of three-year-old Matilda, who then discovers the library. And this is where everything kind of kicks off.
0: Yeah so before I tuned before out before that she I tuned out no. it was all about books it was all about books I love that I'm keeping this, <laughs> this theme of me hating books so, of... <laughs> she went into this large building with these paper papers uh papers all bound together and I know there was like <laughs> ink on the paper I don't really understand what are books awesome.
1: some nonsense uh yeah but she discovers kind of the library and the magic of the library uh the librarian shows her around and is like you can have a library Card and take all your library books home. Were you a big live I know now you don't. What read it, are you? Maybe... What are you
0: asking? What are you, like what are you? What, do you ear... Go on, go on, go on, finish it. Go on, finish ear... I, people listen to this know the answer. Go ahead, go on, ask the question.
1: Oh god, were you like a library kid? Do you go to the library a lot growing up?
0: Here's a fact <laughs> attack for you. No, <laughs> genuinely? uh not really. No, 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 no. I did. Not too fair, like now because it was one like legit about. At four minute drive from our haze so yeah i used to go to the ad time oh, nice. um i used to read all the you know what i used to read i used to read like darren shans and lemony Snicket. i don't know what i was reading at six but like there's probably other books yeah, I, yeah. C- I can't remember those ones i just read because i actually own those ones so i don't really remember what i used to go to the library for but um no it was a really nice library as well because i had like a tree and knowledge oh. Paper mache thing that was a really actually nice They've done it all up there, it looks it's actually class. it would be great if I ever went into the building, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it's like no, look, like, it looks great. You're actually let's just let's completely sidetrack uh from this movie. Your library is a nice library. Your uh, your Dunleary library, oh, the it? Dunleary library, it oh, is very fancy. that's a fancy library.
1: <laughs> Sorry, um, it's called the Lexicon, it is the Dunleary Rathdown Lexicon. That's his actual name, but it's just the Dunleary library. But like, so, don't- And
0: you have to do it in that act. Oh,
1: absolutely. Um, it used to be like a tiny little library down by the Argos, if anyone knows Dundee well, and the Asian shop. But now it is huge. It's like three floors. Each floor is the size of a fucking stadium. It's beautiful. But yeah, growing up, my mum was a teacher. So she was all like, you know, reading. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, so I remember going specifically, I would get out Asterix and Obelix comics. And Tintin Comics. I would get them out all the ah, time. Okay.
0: So this movie kind of because... hit you hit you there as well.
1: Yeah, was... it, it got me a little bit. I was like, oh, just sitting in the kids' section, just like chilling. I was like, oh yeah, I've, I've done that every now and again. Do you remember joy? Do you remember
0: childhood? Ah, the days. Do you remember... <laughs> do you remember <laughs> precedented times?
1: <laughs> oh, only in photographs. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, movie. What, what are we talking about with this movie now?
1: Oh yeah, so uh, Library. Oh yeah, so then... She comes back, we flash forward again, and now it's actual Mara Wilson. And she has books all over her floor. She's reading. She loves reading. She's a great kid. And her dad's like, Where'd you get all these books? And she's like, I went to the library. And he's like, You've never been to the library. And some they talk. Is this
0: before? About... Is this before or after? They're like, uh, like, I'm six. No, you're four. Is that before yeah, no, or this after? Is the scene. This is just classic this is, this is... like Hollywood, I don't believe you, you child and they have that they yes. have that line they have that like whole back and forth with back and dad forth. and trunchbull that it's like i'm smart you're dumb i'm big you're small kind of thing like that
1: yeah i'm right you're wrong there's nothing you can do about it exactly somehow school comes up and she's like i was meant to start school last september i'm six and a half and he's like no you're not drags her to her mom and i love this there's like a very little thing here that i love and again he asks like they always have awful pet names for each other, him and <laughs> Zinnia, Harry yeah. and Zinnia. Uh, Howell's Matilda, she says four, and she's bleaching her hair. And I love this setup Yeah. because she's bleaching her hair and that comes relevant later on in the movie. And I just like when there's nice little setups and there's actually kind of like a reason for a setup. Kind of touching a bit on what you and Lele mentioned in previous episodes it's not just a lazy joke where someone happens to have this in the house and now the dinner's too spicy there's like an actual setup and payoff yeah for like just those little things and i'm like yes excellent good job danny devito
0: but that whole that whole thing of hair dyeing his hair it never i don't know it's clear it's clearly a wig on him by the way when he comes out with <laughs> like, i don't know if you can see the, the outline like yeah his the wig.
1: lace front <laughs>
0: But, like, I don't know. My whole thing with this movie was, I know I'm jumping around a bit, but it was just, like, you know, what if, if Miss Honey wasn't there? People would be dead. Civilizations would be toppled. <laughs> As in, like, she would have realized her. Like, you're just lucky she's going out bleaching hair and, you know, glueing hair. half yeah, because, <laughs> You know, next of all, Miss Trunchbull's going to be, like, impaled on a spike or something like that. Like, it's only yeah, that she has could... that. Like, literally, everyone in her life is awful. And only for, like, yeah. Honey, it's, like, but it's like you know like 11 from this movie kind of is like a pre-11 from stranger things stranger like you things. nearly expect like the nosebleed to be coming down and <laughs> she's like stealing chocolate from trunchbull's house and stuff
1: exactly yeah like, yeah this could have taken a much darker turn than it did she could have absolutely if no one had ever shown her the smallest bit of kindness in her life she would have turned into like the zodiac killer
0: you know <laughs> oh yes. i pay for that crossover
1: <laughs> yes exactly she would have been one of the world's first female serial killers she would have just been like but so uh, what happens is oh yes she does maths quickly in her head and that's you know she may as well be burnt at the stake for her family so her dad you know is like if you're going to be a smart aleck which is something that i think i was called as a kid a smart aleck it sent me back is that yeah, because you, like
0: it's just not saying ass
1: possibly <laughs> there's some funny there's some odd dialogue choices that Danny DeVito has in this movie.
0: Maybe dollars that's, maybe, buffos at one point. Maybe he doesn't really know how to speak English and he, and he depends maybe. on the great directing of other directors, but because he directs this, <laughs> no one can go over and be like, oh, hey, Danny. Um, yeah, no, it's actually not... Um, that phrase, it's this, and because he's the director, he just he's just like, okay, yeah. let's wrap. And, his,
1: take. And, his, and his co-star is his wife, who's just like, oh yes, god, yeah, or whatever,
0: <laughs> what, poor, and two six-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, poor Mar Wilson's trying to tell the director slash co-star he's saying stuff wrong, and then he tries to say it to the other, like the adult, <laughs> his wife, and then actually, yeah. So here's another fact attack for you. So Pam Ferris, who plays Trunchbull, uh, who mm-hmm. also people would know her as. Aunt Marge, I think it is, from Prisoners of yep. Azkaban. Um, she mm-hmm. loves, be- that character just loves being nasty and then instantly getting, like, what you call a punished for it. But she used to stay <laughs> in, ca- she used to stay in character during nice. all the cuts so the children would legit be, like, scared of her. Oh. Which, like, obviously, like, when you think about it, it's like, that's really good. But if you heard Pat like a headline these days, Pam Ferris acts nasty to children. <laughs> <laughs> like, Terrorizes S- children. Do <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, oh no, Pam, you can't do that. But this was the 90s. You could show children you being do thrown anything. out windows.
1: Well, oh yeah, it's a recurring theme. <laughs> but uh, I'd say when I was watching this, I'd say it must be really fun to get to play a character like that. Like, The oh, Trench Hall is the terrible dream. and I do have my criticisms of one or two things but it must be so fun to just get to play someone who is unabashedly there's no like redemption she's just terrible <laughs> you know she's just downright a bad person and she gets to just play nasty
0: yeah and i think a lot of movies these days they try and like sympathize the characters a bit like and i don't know because maybe it's a children's movie and i don't watch like, mm, it's children's more black movies and white, that, like yeah it's just more like like you know we're good she's bad like i was trying, i don't know i'm gonna abandon that bit but it's yeah like so it's a case she could just be nasty she could just it's like a uh, like a, you're going to see the panto and it's just like it's just this villain exactly, yeah. and yeah she just must be having the time of her life in that role like even though when you look at the costume of the character like she's got like the the, the belt that has like teeth on it she's got like the yellow yes. teeth. she's like everything about the character just like scream like, yeah, it must may... be so easy to act in, like when you're dressed like yes. that across
1: exactly and just like when they're going to her house as well and she's just like running around the house so fun but yes we have mentioned trunchbull we haven't kind of introduced her yet she is the principal of the school that matilda eventually gets to go to school and this is where we meet matilda's shining light her teacher is the only good woman in her life the only good person in her life is her teacher miss honey
0: and like okay i don't know how much we're gonna walk it bit by bit but so trunchbull Mm, is um, how they meet, how Trunchbull, how Matilda ends up going to school is that Danny DeVito's, uh character, uh, Harry, is a car sales repairman and he basically mm-hmm. buys these cars that are cheap and then sells them for an extortion price and doesn't really repair them and has all these ways to kind of scam people. So Trunchbull buys a car off him and then they have this chat about how children are awful and then he's just like, hey, I have one <laughs> of those put them in your school and anyway so Matilda ends up yeah. going to that particular school and what I loved and uh, oh yeah so another kind of plot line I'm going to introduce I don't know if you have anything on it but it was there's a whole thing that uh, Matilda's dad is like stealing all these car parts and stuff and like that's mm. how he's yes. a lot of the stuff so the FBI are sitting at or staking out his house and it's probably the worst worst fiction of, I don't know it's meant to be it's, it's a children's movie but when you're watching it you're <laughs> yeah. just like these two guys are sitting out in their like in their car directly outside the house pair of like binoculars just looking in yeah and it's just they're they're obviously keeping an eye out to see like anything and it's funny because so they're sitting outside and they're they're keeping an eye on the place and then whenever Matilda goes oh the cops are outside again they're like what are you talking about there's what are they the speedboat salesman is that it (laughs) yes
1: so funny I love it and I'd like you say they're cops they're speedboat salesmen (laughs)
0: But, so like, but like what you said as well where things are set up as in like that's just a funny joke as it is but then it cuts yeah. to they come home one night and they're in the house and they have like a brochure for like they it, <laughs> it's a like little model up, boat yeah and it like sets up why you think that she why she thinks that they are because they've clearly come into her house and like done this whole pitch with her before about like selling yeah. or something uh, it's just ga- and what i also lo- so it's Wee herman as well
1: yeah it is but like they keep playing it because yeah so matilda comes home and her mom's talking to the speedboat salesman and then her dad comes in and he's like what are you doing with these two men and she's like harry you never let me talk to anyone i want to go out here and make friends <laughs> and they just play it so she straight goes to
0: bingo. she
1: goes to bingo she
0: surely has her bingo friends she goes to her bingo friends but another thing as well like about the fbi i'm like so if the FBI have been outside her house for, I don't know, let's assume a year, they've seen this underage child walk herself to the yeah. library every day and just there she, like, and then she like, go like, there's even the scene where she goes and the, like, truck stops for her and everything like that. It's just like, yeah, Child Services FBI, come on, like, this should yeah. be part of your I investigation.
1: <laughs> I know you're here on, like, a fraud count, but if you see two adults leave a house and a six-year-old by herself all day, you should
0: do something oh i just want to go back to trunchbull can we talk about trunchbull's just just evilness with children? everything like, so my favorite <laughs> thing and like you have the what is it the chokey you have her throwing people out the window you have all that sort of stuff my favorite yeah. thing which is just like this movie just going completely like she is evil is the dartboard yeah. with children's faces on? <laughs> like that <laughs> just, just so has to be the most it. evil thing because like i just like yeah. i enjoy with movies sometimes it's just like breaking down how it got to that point so she had to it's yep. 1996 you have to pay quite mm. a lot of money to print out colored pictures of people so she went to her local <laughs> print and fuji coffee film, shop yeah, yeah fuji <laughs> film with all these pictures of children and then she had to sit there with the sisters i cut them out <laughs> And then I imagine she's there with like blue tack and just like, you know, when you have like yeah. you put you start putting too much blue tack on stuff and then you don't have enough oh, blue tack at the lumpy, end. So you yeah. have to go back and put it all up and then she gets it just right and then she's able to play darts. And she's just like throwing javelins oh, into walls and throwing shock butts at doors. Oh, but like, that's the thing. She is so evil. she is
1: cartoonishly she is cartoonishly evil, but it works because there's no there's nothing else to her you're like she is the bad guy here and rightly so absolutely because we discover that not only is she kind of terrible and shouldn't be in charge of children don't know how she got this job there's a lot of questions in this movie about like if this happened in the real world why is no one helping these children but that's a story for another day so well, she they do that principal. thing where it's
0: like they do the thing where it's just like when you think about it like she does all these such unbelief like if i went back and i told my parents like, hey, my this is a niche reference to someone else. So Miss Sia has a dartboard with children's face on it and she shows darts on it. My mom would be like, yeah, what are you talking about? Like, that's just not true. Like, to the point where <laughs> they just wouldn't be, And especially when they're six, like when they're so young true. as well. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, like, not yeah. making up lies. Yeah, school is tough. School is tough. But they're not that bad. Yeah, so, like, I, I, like I, I like the movie kind of, like, uses that to kind of be like. True, it does. As an yeah.
1: Excuse. You don't have to suspend your disbelief that much because you are a bit like, no, that sounds so out there. That couldn't be true tiny child what do you know but uh yeah so we discover not only is she like the the nightmarish principal of Crunchem hall roald had just a way with names and words so good uh she is the aunt of miss honey and terrorized her growing up and this is where we come to the second dark theme that is just glossed over in this hour and 40 minute movie where honey miss honey is telling her story to matilda and she talks about how her father died when she was five and she says uh, the doctors say he killed himself just straight out they're just like he killed himself and matilda's yeah. response she's a child so i don't blame her but she was like why would he do that and yeah. i was like oh that's not something that would necessarily be written today she'd yeah. be a bit more tactful maybe but then later like, like, on
0: but- she is six you know i mean like but like exactly in his scripts like he wouldn't put it really
1: (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) why would he kill himself stop that that's silly but (laughs) and then by the way let me show you how
0: i can move things with my mind
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is much more believable uh later on matilda says something along the lines of i don't think he killed himself and this one he says i don't think so either insinuating that trunchbull Killed her brother-in-law, just murdered, straight up murdered him, and you're like, "This is, are we not gonna okay, fair, okay,
0: <laughs> yeah." Like it doesn't really go into the motive. Like it is very dark, but like I think Rowland Rod- yeah. kind of has those where it's just like, "Wait, why were there only mm. a certain amount of you know chairs on the boat? Did that mean he expect?" I know that's more so the movie. Like yeah. he expect Willy Wonka expected Augustus to be drunk Yeah, um, <laughs> but like there is that thing like what happens to the kids and stuff like. That. So there is that like dark thing but this was this was particularly dark i i, I found it a bit yeah. a bit much of myself yeah. but i
1: suppose i completely agree but i suppose that they can't also go into great depth about it either they're not yeah. going to
0: sit there and be like "There's just a 20 so minute Mara. flashback there's a 20 minute flashback where trunchbull's like planting evidence with like rubber gloves yeah. and-
1: exactly uh you mentioned gustus gloop and this is the only kind of criticism i have that if you are fat in this universe, you can go fuck yourself, basically. Because obviously, <laughs> trenchful is terrible. We know this. But like, jabs at her weight is like, that's not what makes her evil. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, if you are evil, you're a disgusting glutton and this, that, and the other. But like, canonically, she's actually just a really strong athlete. They said yeah. she's been in the Olympics. She's not, you know, obviously, we're not going into the politics of weight and stuff on this podcast today but like she's not some sloth you know she's she's built she's a tank because um, her portrait she's jacked there's a portrait of her over the fire where a portrait of miss honey's father used to hang and matilda says oh whoever painted her must have had a really strong stomach you're like what
0: well, like look we can yeah okay the, the, the plot was written by <laughs> an adult it was said by clangor. a child yeah it's yes. a bit of a clangor, it's a, bit yeah. of
1: a a bit of a clanger. you're just like Ooh,
0: it's okay <laughs> yeah like and she does I, I i didn't look up how they did it but even the stuff like her like i do like that she was both intimidating in nature and also just like i suppose d- designing that like physically like mm. she was lifting yes. the car she was like even her going through the house that was that was actually like kind of scary because like if i was in that house like i'm not like that even matilda like because i can't fit on a kitchen table like when you fuck when you put the hands on (laughs) i can't do that but it's but like even still like you you could i i would love to look up and see if there's a horror cut of this movie because i'd say you could do it but like (laughs) like if you're in that house with her like as an adult i'm scared like like, there's a level of fear there that that, there was
1: tension i love The two scenes when they're in her house uh, or, like, Miss Honey's father's house, the mansion, are so good. They are so well done. Like, just the tension, the atmosphere. She is like a raptor from Jurassic Park. She's, like, just around the corner and Matilda's there, like, trying not to be seen, you know. And I do like that they are kind of... She's... Yeah, is scary. She's messy. She's kind of, like, intimidating when you see her on the phone shouting to uh Mr. Wormwood about the terrible car that he's sold her. You know, she's sweaty and she has like sweat stains and she has her weightlifting belt on. They don't try and pretty her up in any way. She is not redeemable. You're like, no, we do not like this woman.
0: I I wrote and there was some other stuff, uh I don't know who said it. I wrote I have it written down. I just have the insult piss worm, which I just it just oh, made me chuckle. yes it just made me chuckle. It just stood know out I, to me. I just, <laughs> I have two kind of insults um, from that. One is Pissworm and the other one, which is one of my favorite insults, just to say to a child because they somehow grow up quicker. Yes, I had the same one.
1: <laughs> You're too small. Grow up quicker.
0: I love that. I just and it's just maybe it's Danny DeVito, like just the way he delivers it um but actually just speaking yeah. of um they use twit quite a lot as well I don't know if that's mentioned in the yes. book where they just wanted to you know reference Roald Dahl but actually yeah. back in yeah that portrait of um the dad is Ro- is Ro- is a young Roald Dahl
1: ah oh, very nice Magnus but it's actually Roald Dahl.
0: Magnus, I think so I, th- I thought I read that maybe that's a may- I'll, maybe I'll edit you know, it that later sounds... if that's right I'll leave <laughs> <and> edit- <laughs> Gary is that right why, yes, it is, Gary, from the past. The picture of Miss Honey's father, Magnus, is actually a picture of Roald Dahl, the author of the book Matilda, upon which the film is based. It's 12am, and I'm still editing this. Yeah, okay, I'm causing more work for myself, and I don't care. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so speaking of Irredeemable characters is alone in this movie the family as well we mentioned them a bit but even like stuff like that these days we would consider like i don't know like even the fact that they're watching tv with like you know dinner like uh, like uh, tv <laughs> yeah, dinner they... sets and they're watching like a tv show where it's just the guy like humiliating himself for cash and stuff like that by the way that presenter is john love uh, like i think you mean
1: stuff. i think you mean the million okay, dollar sticky like,
0: oh wow oh that's a worse name than i thought <laughs>
1: because they cover him in something or no sorry john lovitz is the presenter who i remember as the stoned chef from friends he's been in a million other things but that's who i remember him from uh the contestant just gets covered in something sticky and they put them in one of those like air blower phone boxes full of money
0: (laughs) i'd kind of watch that show i'm not gonna lie i think (laughs)
1: you're like oh that's
0: I'd, I'd watch one episode before I prefer it. i'd watch like, I mean, yeah. people watch lip sync battle and that's equally void of any sort of creative talent
1: <laughs> it's just a guilty pleasure you have to watch the million dollar sticky but um Thanks. yeah so like their family are just so good again good at being bad everything just tells you who they are the house is tacky mm-hmm. the mom is tacky i love her when Miss Honey comes around to their house. To By the way, like, sorry,
0: can we talk about how that's just completely inappropriate? Like that's just creepy. Yeah. That's creepy. If my if my teacher showed up to my house and was just like, oh, you're so, you're like ah," oh, just like there's boundaries. You send a letter, like you letter, yes. call, <laughs> then you arrive at the house. Like Miss Honey, or
1: even you meet at the school first, and then if they don't show up to the school, you might intervene at the house.
0: Exactly. There's levels of protocol here that before you show up at the house, like for for a person that ends up adopting this child that's a weird like arc for this person <laughs> like yeah
1: a, I agree and I disagree I totally agree that at this point she shouldn't just be showing up at their house because she doesn't have any reason to suspect that Matilda comes from a bad environment you know she's okay, just coming yeah. over to be like wow your kid is the best she's just coming over to gush about how great Matilda is that's right uh, yeah and, th- and then she sees oh okay the family situation not great but yeah she just shows up without telling them which you're totally right. It's like, no, you contact the parents. You don't just show up and go into their house. When she comes over, they're all talking down to her like, oh, you're educated. Oh, you went to college. And the one of my favorite lines that me and my friend quote at each other is like, I chose looks, you chose books. I got a husband and you're teaching snat-nosed kids their ABCs.
0: That's <laughs> a very like, good impression.
1: Oh, very good. Thank you. I try. I try and that again just sets up like who this family is and they force yeah. matilda to watch the million dollar sticky like it's clockwork orange they just have her like yeah on. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and they do that thing and like that's where i think is that the first time she discovers her her powers where she makes yes. the tv explode yeah 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 and yeah and then i think she goes on to like she moves a cheerio she slams a door is there anything like what else does yeah she do before she at
1: first at first it's only when she's Angry, angry yeah. that she's able to do it, and then after that she's able to kind of channel it into her Cheerios.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that like that scene. The is it the is it a little bit of, is it semi on yeah, my that, way where it. she's where's the one where she's making oh a little bit pretty one is where she's dancing in the thing with all the things. And actually yes. another oh I'm gonna hate myself for this at three o'clock in the morning when I'm editing this, but another fact attack for you that she, Mara Wilson was very s- self conscious about having to dance on like because it was obviously no one else. So Danny mm-hmm. DeVito as the director was like oh no we're gonna dance with you so him and all the crew Aww. also danced for that song to like make Mara Wilson yeah. feel like she was dancing with people rather than just by herself which I thought was very yeah, cute yeah
1: rather than you're very cute rather than we are a group of adults filming you dance monkey dance
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah it just goes to show yeah that Danny DeVito behind the scenes seemingly was just like the biggest sweetheart which is so lovely especially because he's so awful on screen (laughs) yeah
0: and he was and there's another thing where apparently he would let because obviously her mom wasn't well that he and Mm. ria i think her uh, i think his wife's name is would even be like Mm. oh no we can take Mar for the night like don't worry like like Mm. if you say like he would stay like theirs and stuff like that so yeah like for an actor you know it probably won't get you far in hollywood to be a very compassionate director because if you you know get too close to so that's probably why i didn't do it too much but like obviously dealing with a child actor is such a, a delicate time in their life and to show that he obviously like oh
1: absolutely like
0: and you know he I don't know if he was a child actor at all but I imagine he got into it quite young like to have to like he probably goes look I've seen what it's like and just to have that passionate sort of yeah. approach I thought was that cool. empathy yes, nice for him. Of like sp- and especially when p- the people on screen are being so nasty to her as well like yes, you know exactly. what I mean like she like it's only that like and Especially when, like, she's seeing, I don't know, like, especially if Pam Fer- Ferris is staying in character as well. It's to hard to have someone being nice.
1: I, I do wonder what it must be like for young kids on the set of, like, dark shows and stuff. Like, this isn't even the darkest kids movie there is, but when kids hmm. have to, child actors have to do that, it must be pretty wild.
0: Yeah, like, look at, uh, like, look at, I think it was It, um, where...
1: Mm, the the remake.
0: Skarsgård? What's his name? Stellan? Not Stellan. Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. He...
1: Confusingly, didn't... Stellan plays Bill in Mamma Mia.
0: Oh, that's... You're right. his real I... life is actually I'm Bill. clearly... As a big Mamma Mia fan, I'm clearly confusing the two. I do apologize.
1: Don't act like we didn't all watch Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again as a group.
0: Over Netflix. You don't know how much I actually watched that. It was a Netflix party. I could have been elsewhere. But uh, I just ran in for the Pierce Brosnan scenes. Shout out to the first time I mentioned my love of Pierce Brosnan on the podcast. The, wow,
1: it's only taken that's long. It's
0: five episodes. I like to think I've, contr- I've, I've, I've held it back long enough. But yeah, so on it... Yeah, so he didn't reveal what he looked like until the kids actually saw him. So there's, like, a load of that shite where you hear, like, there's, like, the, the, the guy stays in costume, hides the costume until mm. he actually, to get the real performance out of the kids. So I'm just like, like, that, I imagine. Like, I think the kids are a bit older than that anyway. But even still, mm. like, that's... But still, that, yeah. That's scary. Because
1: that's a horror movie. That's not yeah. just, you know. Uh, this doesn't have to go in, but this is a little thing I noticed when she comes home at some point, Matilda comes home, and she's like, those are cops outside her parents are eating marshmallow kebabs. Did you notice this? No. <laughs> They're oh. eating like marshmallows and skittles on a kebab. Uh,
0: and I was well,
1: like, that is so good.
0: <laughs> and I did notice that as well, because remember where he comes back with the bleached hair and she goes, breakfast is mm. ready. And then she like scared, like, but it's like, oh, yeah. like, obviously like, I don't know, like lucky charms or something. Like That's obviously like really sugary breakfast. And you're like, of course they eat like, you know, super sugary. Oh yeah. Things Everything
1: is processed. Everything is from a tray or from a can.
0: (laughs) And speaking of high-calorie foods, we have to talk about the most iconic, one of the most iconic scenes from from this movie.
1: Absolutely, this scene is like
0: Bruce Bogtrotter. Do I have that? Yeah, is that it? Okay, I have that right. So this scene, there's a school assembly called, and the Mm -hmm. only reason is because, and again, it just goes back to how evil she is. Someone took her cake from the fridge. And yeah. was that it? Uh, or oh no, from the staff room or whatever it was. Although you don't see any mm-hmm. other staff beside her and Miss Honey. So. The yeah. <laughs> thing even is
1: though the school seems to have like a billion children,
0: it's a huge building. Like you're a former teacher, you know all about teacher yes. to student ratios. How does this movie? Yes, hold
1: on? it really doesn't. Because at one point, Miss Honey just leaves her class <laughs> to go talk to Trunchbull and just leaves them there doing Six a six-year-old, six-year-old, ch- tiny children. Like when you're even working with young teenagers, you're not meant to leave them alone. But also conversely, you're also never meant to be left alone one-on-one with. So it's yeah. a it's a, a tight line you have to walk but yeah seemingly it's like 600 children, one principal and one teacher
0: it's fine that's, that seems fair
1: this <laughs> seems like a good ratio but uh I also
0: then there's a there's a there's a cook who just, <laughs> oh. she's just not very COVID compliant that's all I'll say just no, like, she's, <laughs> she's just like not the most her...
1: sanitary cook you've yeah. ever seen but this is where one of my favorite lines in the entire movie is uh, so the assemblys called no one's getting taught anything today. They're all just going to sit in this hall and watch Bruce have his punishment, have his cake and eat it too.
0: i have thunderous laughter there. I'm, I'm <laughs> going all in on this edit. Thunderous laughter there.
1: Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, Cook brings, so yeah, his punishment is, she's going to force him, Trunchbull's going to force him to eat an entire chocolate cake and this is the biggest chapter cake. This is not like one you could buy in a shop. This is like a special made behemoth of a cake. And Trenchball says he has to eat the entire confection, which is just one of my favorite lines. Entire confection.
0: This could be the last one I have now, and I, I think the joke is you going to that? die with this. I think the joke is going to die with this podcast. But another fact <laughs> of it is that um the scene they were shooting this like obviously the on a you know call sheet for um, movies that have like oh these actors are needed here these actors are here and normally the time allotted for those scenes but this scene apparently was going to take so long that the start time was just an infinity sign or symbol and the end time was another infinity sign because I, I don't oh, know why amazing. it took so long but i was i I, I, t- I would hate to think they actually made the poor child eat it but i, I don't know <laughs> it just apparently took so long they didn't know how long it was gonna last so they had to yeah um yeah I suppose, so I that was yeah. interesting and yeah and i think that's that's like i think and and that makes it so much sweeter because like you obviously have you have matilda being treated nasty by trunchbull you have the girl with the pigtails being like swung (laughs) then you have i can't remember who else and then you have bruce and then it's so nice in the last scene like the end like i call i have it down here it's called i call it the principal boss battle where (laughs) they like pummel the shit out of her with like there's like the, the duster and the, like, the food oh, yeah. they throwed her and stuff like that. And it's just like, just having those like secondary characters just make it so much more, like, just oh, like, yeah. ah, like, she was tormenting all, like, you feel for the other people, yes. you know?
1: Exactly. It's not, she obviously was singling out Matilda, because she didn't trust her as far as you could throw her, and she was in the business of throwing
0: children. I'm going to add another thunderous applause! Yes. <laughs> but, uh, the
1: way that Matilda gets her to chases her out of town is by convincing her that she's being haunted by magnus
0: like it's and this this goes back to what i was saying earlier in that like this child she's got dark dark thoughts she's writing like things yeah, in shock she's, she's got she's got like painted paintings being burned you know what i mean there's like yes. she's got a dark yes. imagination she's been reading like look we only see the good book she's reading we don't see the nasty fecking like you know stephen yeah, king we shit. She's, we don't she's probably know. been reading exactly like, We don't know what sort of, yeah,
1: anarchist cookbook she got out of the library. Miss Honey stepped in at the right time. But uh, yeah, I also love this scene. Again, all the sort of creepy scenes, I love. So the lighting when she haunts in the house and like moves around the portraits and gets uh, Miss Honey's doll back for her is so good. The lighting is all kind of like orange. And this is me getting a bit technical, a bit technical about films but um whenever if anyone it's... has a if
0: anyone has a, a segment idea for this uh for future <laughs> segments you can you can message us that at reeling in the piers on instagram continue
1: oh always be plugging if anyone else wants to click the 15 second button on their spotify feel free but um you know a dutch angle
0: oh where it's like like diagonal yeah. I, for those that's, that's a great visual representation
1: yeah. i'm more so yeah, just the trying camera, to go just
0: my... yeah, yeah the a, camera's like, sort of
1: like below looking up at an angle yeah they There's use that does. in like the haunting yeah they use that sort of in the haunting scenes I call it the haunting it's not actually but you know it's Matilda being yeah doing magic stuff and every now and again you get it with her dad as well and it's just cool that they have that for kind of like the bad presences has this like uneven shot that puts you on edge yeah
0: and I notice that in scenes where like do you remember where she's like shout at me dad shout at me and whenever it cuts back to him yeah. I think it's at that angle or it's definitely when he's mm. dragging her out after yeah. discovering the books i think i noticed it there but yeah like it, like there is some like cool direction that he he does with this movie mm. that i thought was like because that's what made me want to look up the director i was like this is interesting i don't really recognize this style and uh yeah, yeah. So was was even video i just thought it was class it's a it's a classic
1: devito apparently but um yeah so then haunting the house so good um and then in the classroom she's making like all the blinds flicker so the lights are weird and she's yeah. riding with chalk on the blackboard as if it's Magnus saying like, I'm going to get you. Like you got me give my daughter, her house and her money back. And you're like, again, this is pretty heavy, but also I was impressed that these children were able to read that so quickly. I don't yes. think six year olds would be able to
0: <laughs>
1: read in yeah. comprehension of something they've never seen before, but it makes it work very eerily. Cause it's all these little kid voices all speaking at the same time, you know.
0: And to continue your, your tech section. With my fact attack section, I've one more, ladies and gentlemen, and it's that in the segment where they're writing on the chalkboard. Danny DeVito revealed in this on the DVD extras or whatever that they wrote the letters backwards on the opposite side of the chalkboard, and they put a magnet on the chalk, and then someone stood behind the chalkboard board with the oh. magnet, and then like traced out the lo- traced it all out with the the chalk on the other side. So that's how they did that. Chart. So good,
1: so good. The only thing that we can possibly draw a comparison between Howard the Duck and Matilda is oh God. practical effects. We, we love an all practical effect here on Reading and the Piers.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And 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 just speaking of uh, speaking of advances in technology, actually, this is the last one of the last things I wanted <laughs> to mention, which was um, in two instances where Matilda does a sum real fast. Uh, one mm. at the one calculating the dad's profit on the cars, and the other in when um, Miss Honey asked the class how much a sum is, and Matilda gives the answer and it's so funny because I just like I'll oh, just get a calculator and check and then like obviously they're not quite abundant in like I don't know I, yeah. I imagine it's more so six class six like six-year-old classrooms that they're not very abundant in but I like to think in 1996 nobody had a calculator because no. poor Miss no. Honey then goes I'll just work this out on a piece of paper and like honestly yes. it would take me like three or four goes to remember how to do that sort of multiplication oh, I'm just God, so it instinctively would be... just get my phone
1: it would be awkward, silent minutes of me doing long multiplication in front of these children. Be like, um, I think
0: Matilda broke the teacher. <laughs>
1: They're like, it's her first day and Miss Honey's having a meltdown.
0: Instead of instead, instead of like the principal running to the, sorry, instead of Miss Honey running to the principal's office and saying like, Matilda's so smart, she's like, look, give you have a calculator because this kid's about to make a fucking ass out of me. <laughs>
1: Don't be ridiculous. All of our budget went into rusty nails for the yeah. chokey. <laughs> Do
0: you think it was cheap to buy all these javelins for this for the choke?
1: <laughs> and to, to specifically to, and to specifically make these pipes very leaky.
0: <laughs> I paid for the so colored good. versions of these of the children's pictures from my door dartboard. I didn't cheap out for black and white.
1: <laughs> well, I have multiples, I have the negatives, I need to go back to the Fuji film god damn it miss honey why do you think Hall it's falling apart
0: oh, oh right man. okay surely we have to end it there surely that is. or do you have anything is that, else to is add? that
1: the note we're gonna end i
0: think we on. i think so unless you have anything oh, no, else wait. to add
1: uh well her parents just gleefully sign her away to someone they don't know
0: yeah so so this was like so she had the adoption papers ready which i just think is like i i would imagine like there's a process behind that like you have to i don't know display levels of like competency for looking after chill like surely there's a process yeah. there. i understand home it's visits
1: thing. you know yeah
0: you know what i mean to have a piece of paper that you know only requires what but less than five minutes of signatures that you a child yeah. is no longer yours and someone else's that just seems that seems a bit fast although it probably takes longer to buy a gun or shorter to buy a gun i don't know probably yeah
1: but uh my the only you know obviously we're suspending disbelief like we said it's a children's movie but i'm like miss honey has nothing in her life well maybe that's why she wants a child but in my head she's probably like our age you know she's young
0: oh yeah she
1: is a young professional and she's like yeah i can have a kid now like, <laughs> here's my six-year-old I feel like yeah
0: like even even like dating you'd be like is this six-year-old yeah. your wife? Where, who is the oh no it's, no 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 so she's not actually mine i adopted no. her after i discovered she was really smart went to the parents they told me that to go away because i was so smart those parents ended up having to go on a run from the police so May went to guam so in a five minute conversation <laughs> the child was mine Oh, and also, yeah, I basically... the reason so well was because the, my old boss, my aunt, basically killed my dad, took all of his money in the house. This six year old kid then used her telepathic ability to scare the out of, out of out of her house and out of the job, to which then I took her job and, and her, her house. house.
1: <laughs> the six year old is so my yeah, partner what are in crime.
0: <laughs> so, what are we thinking? Drinks or maybe like a meal <laughs> or a movie?
1: Let's get pizza tonight, Matilda, to celebrate you running my abuser out of town and getting me my house back. Uh, A final, again, just a final note that I love about her parents. Again, them just playing it straight the entire way through is that they're like, we're going to the airport kid. Come on, let's go. And uh, she's like trying to get them to sign the papers. And Danny DeVito's like, I can't think straight with all these sirens. We have to beat the salesboat salesman to the to the airport. He still believes that they're just coming for him for some boat-related
0: mishap. It's great. It's so. Uh, it's it's so just good. like so. As a movie with like like the the, the plot. And look, it's a children's movie, so you don't want to like pick apart the plot too mm-hmm. much. But in terms of like character arcs and action and performances and directing, surprisingly as well, it's a very mm-hmm. good movie. It makes sense why it's like been a classic for so long. It's why I imagine or hope that a lot of people have seen it. So mm-hmm. like I ah oh, I can't say enough good things about it. I it was so good to rewatch it as well. But oh it's yeah, just it's fabulous from it ah it just kind of warm my heart especially the songs as well like i know i still yes. listen to the songs but like to see the songs in the in the scenes that i had originally heard them from it was just it was just really really lovely
1: yeah absolutely so good exactly we we make fun here we have our fun but that doesn't mean that this isn't a fabulous nostalgic movie that everyone should watch
0: yeah and if you haven't watched it and you've listened this far why? Why have you not seen it? I like just I like, don't <laughs> yeah. go, go watch it. It's it's uh, I don't know. Actually, here's a question. We're, we can end on this. Would you enjoy this movie if you hadn't seen it before?
1: Ooh, because I'm starting to know. think you would
0: Because it would be very I jarring. Don't... Because the things like we were talking about, how you know, just the like, just the nastiness to the children, and like all that sort mm. of stuff, would be very jarring. I'm like
1: how bleak it is in places both thematically and sometimes literally you know with lighting and stuff like things are very gray and washed out and I as a kid would probably be like oh I don't like this
0: (laughs) or actually no as an adult now
1: I don't know you make a compelling point
0: if I watch it now for the first time if anyone if anyone listening thinks it would or wouldn't be good, you can always let us know at Appears on Instagram. What you could also do there as well is you can let us know about any movies you want us to discuss. We're we're staying away away from the word review, circa, uh, just because we <laughs> okay, feel like yes. it's a more of a discussion. So if there's any movies you want us to do, or if there's any movies in particular you want Circa to come on and talk about, you can yes. do us there as well.
1: I can't talk about anything pre-2000 is, what, is is what i'm setting myself up for so far but uh it has to be something that exists on vhs <laughs>
0: exactly exactly well i think i think that's a good place to call it i think um i've had i've had such i had such good fun watching the movie and i've had such good fun talking about it as well so so any 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 final words before you we sign off
1: read dangerous books learn telekinesis stay safe out there
0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from her first. Thank you so much, Circa, for coming on. It was a pleasure having you. And thank you to our listeners as well for listening this far. Again, please follow us on Instagram at @reelinginthepears or if you have Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can follow us there as well. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoy it. And goodbye. World, I'm going to sing and I'm going to I'm
1: going to sing down i